Good morning, August 19, 2023. You're on with the Czar and Coach. Uh, Saturday here, a lot going on Saturday. Let's just get let's just get the baseball out of the way right away. Uh, you know, we had the Cubs, the good trend yesterday. The Cubs going uh, on a Fridays, but they uh, they could not uh, close out the game against the Orioles. They ended up losing four to three. I think I mentioned on the show as an opinion. Uh, you know, the the Orioles probably going to have a good showing against the Athletics. They stink. Um, I don't know, Zara. Did you have any opinions yesterday? Or I did. I think my opinions went one and two. I'm going to save my bandwidth for uh, soccer and UFC primarily today, but I did want to highlight a couple things for listeners to consider. First, Dunning and Texas. Dunning first five will be a play for me. Um, Texas coming off a loss at home against the Brewers, and then one of the trends I mentioned before is um, if in a double header, whatever team loses, bet the other team game two. Uh, that hit yesterday with Cleveland. They lost game one against Detroit. And there's actually three double headers today, uh, which is kind of unusual. And nowadays, uh, baseball back in COVID, it wasn't unusual, but, th- but now it is. So anyway, um, something, if you like that angle, keep an eye on it. You got, you got some opportunities, one of which the Dodgers to bounce back after their 10, 10 game streak got broken last night. So, so that's about it that I have for baseball coach. I'm going to go back with the Cubs. I think they come back today. They got steel on the mound. They're, they're playing the Royals. They lost to, They lost to a bad team yesterday. They're, they're in a hunt. They're at home. Uh, their best pitcher is on the mound. I think it's a good, good opportunity for the Cubs and hopefully, uh, hopefully we get this one. Um, one thing I'm, lo- I'm looking at is, is, and I, and I may put this out later, but if you're looking for a dog today, I, I don't think the Marlins are a bad play. Um, the, the Dodgers been playing really well. Uh, I think they went what 16 and one there in August or something, something crazy like that. Uh, but you saying the first game or both games? I'm saying that I'm saying I'm sorry, not not the I'm I'm waiting to see. I think the Marlins win one of the games today. Which one uh, would have to see on the pitching matchup? I don't have a pitching matchup for first for the first game yet. Uh, it says just, Ferguson versus Perez on the MLB Network, and then Urias is is scheduled to go game two against Garrett. Okay. So I, I like, I like, uh, I like the Dodgers in, in the game one, but keep an eye on the Marlins for game two. That's the game at seven o'clock. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't realize that or uh seven ten. that's, I'm sorry. That's, that's a game that I didn't realize was a double header, but I like Braxton Garrett. He's seven and three, 3.91 uh, ERA. We faded Julio Urez a, a couple times, especially now, now, now this adds a different twist, especially if the Marlins lose the first game. Yeah, Julio Urez hasn't been that great. Uh, you know, he come back. He's having a so-so season. Nothing like he had last year. He just gave up three runs to Colorado. Uh, before that, he blanked Arizona and o- o- Oakland. Did they hit the ball really well? No. But, but prior to that, when he goes against a lineup that, that's hitting well, Toronto, he gave up three. Baltimore, he gave up eight. Kansas City, he gave up five. So he's not what he was last year. And especially if the – if the and I like this Braxton Garrett kid. This is a kid who I had on my fantasy team. He's been pitching great. Seven and three, 3.91 ERA, like I said. He's got a low low uh, whip of 1.19. If the Marlins lose the first game, that's something to keep an eye on. I think that's a good matchup for him and one of their best pitchers. So, uh, you know, keep an eye on that one. I know, I know. Last night the uh, the Marlins won eleven three, so the Dodgers might have that motivational edge in the first game. Uh, but uh, 
you know, keep an eye on that second game. It all depends on what happens. Of course, if the Marlins win that first game, then that's not such a great matchup. I think the Dodgers come out and they play really hard. But uh, if the Marlins lose that first game and and, uh, and they got that pitching matchup in the second game, I like that. And I'll tweet that out later. But uh, that's my thought on that one. All right. I like it. And today, you know, I've been waiting for this all week. I've been, I've been, uh, I've been excited. I know I'm excited for the game tonight. I know you are, uh, Messi in the championship in Nashville. Uh, what's your thoughts, man? So, you know, there's there's different ways you could look at this. Um, again, Nashville has has been touted for their defense, but I'm I'm going to come out and say that I think it's going to be an over. I think this is going to be one of those games where Nashville, Nashville has, um, you know what, I, I forget the word, but basically like a counterpunch type thing. You know, when teams attack, they're really good at, uh, you know, if they get a steal or if they can push, they could push the ball um, after a mistake or, or something doesn't work well on an attack. And that's one of the areas that I feel like Miami's weak. So I'm going to play the over. Of course, I'm going to be looking for this messy goal. I, I would like to play that. But my wild card goal scorer today is Jonathan Taylor. Um, Joseph Martinez, a couple of weeks ago, I, I picked him, or a couple of games ago, I picked him saying that, you know, he's the guy they give penalty kicks to, and he's been he's been kind of the guy that has been beneficiary when teams that I was predicting would be a beneficiary when teams close in on Messi. Well, um, Taylor is the third attacker and he hasn't scored in a couple games. I, I believe unless he got the fourth goal on uh, last game, but um, he, now if you're playing Miami, here's what your focus is probably stop Messi And number two is Martinez. So that that's gotta leave Taylor as a guy that is going to get some opportunity. So I don't know what the odds are. I'm sure it's plus because he hasn't scored and he's not one of their top uh, two goal, uh, goal scorers. So I'll be looking for a little messy. Um, uh, I'm going to be looking for a Taylor um, to score. And I do like over, it's probably gonna be around two and a half. I do think, think the combined score will get over two and a half. Um, I do think Nashville probably themselves will score over one and a half. I, I could see this being like a three, two game, or maybe an exciting three, three shootout, something like that. That's, that's what I feel like is going to happen. Um, so take that with a grain of salt because I, I know very little about soccer, but I've been kind of lucky this year. So, you know, hopefully that luck continues tonight. Yeah, one of the plays I'm playing on MGM, and I don't know if everybody's aware of this, but you get if you do parlays or in-game parlays and same-game parlays, all those things, you get extra points for towards your tier uh, status. You know, you get the extra points, and I'm gonna probably go uh, both teams to score and over 2.5 goals. That's minus 135 right now. Uh, I definitely will throw a little on Messi to score. I, I think I think in a big game, <clears throat> big players uh, turn up. And I'll probably go uh, Miami to win. I just don't see him losing tonight in the championship. I just don't see that happening. But that's yeah, that's I, my. I appreciate you bringing that up too. I I meant to say something. I almost forgot until I heard you say it. Um, DraftKings gave me a soccer boost package. Um, so you know, I don't know. You know, I know that they um, everyone gets a little different depending on you know how much you bet and all that stuff. But you you might have some nice bonuses sitting in a, a soccer boost packet. 
Yeah, I think there was one straight. With these packets, usually what you get is a 50 25 or 50 on a straight play, 25 or 50 on a general parlay, and 25 50 on a single game parlay. And you can apply it to any soccer games. So this is one of those that if you wanted to um, have some fun with the Miami-Nashville game, um, at least two of those you would be able to use within that. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are on the normal parlay, but if you are interested, that gives you a little extra juice to to help you, uh, you know, in case you win. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to that game. I'll be watching that game tonight uh, along with the Bears. But we also got UFC pay per view, and my guy tonight is going Sugar Sean, right? Sugar Sean is going tonight. That's absolutely right. I like I love Sugar Sean. I love his theatrics. He's a little bit of a character, kind of puts on a good show. So, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get that tonight. Depends. I'm old. I don't know if I could stay up that late, but uh, I I do like Sugar Sean. Yeah, I don't know what time it's starting, but these are going off on the East Coast, so maybe that'll help us out a little, little bit. Maybe it'll start a little earlier than it it normally does. I think they're in your favorite city, there, Coach Sugar Sean O'Malley in Boston, the the city of brotherly love. Wait, that's Philly, isn't it? No, uh, yes, Boston right. is the <laughs> Boston. Boston is the um the the Celtic town. So so you might have some Irish um, support there for. O'Malley. I don't think Sterling is Irish. Uh, I think I, I think only O'Malley would be Irish in that case. So, what do you like? Uh, you like uh, O'Malley? You got anything else? I haven't. I haven't paid one uh, one attention uh, to this uh, UFC. To be honest with you, it kind of snuck up on me. Uh, I, I didn't even realize it was a pay per view tonight. So. No thoughts today. I do like sugar, though. I want. I'm interested to hear yours. Usually, you're dead on. Uh, I know the last time you put some time into this, I think you went what 11 and four on UFC. So uh, I'm looking forward to hear your analysis. Yeah. So let me let me run through um, what I have. So so just to keep things in perspective, what I do is I have some people I listen to on the internet. I have some previous knowledge that um, based on some of these fighters. So I have some biases that way. So if, if, you know, some, sometimes I'll, I'll I'll go against the experts, so to speak, but for the most part, um, a lot of this, I'm getting information and making a decision based on what, what I hear from some of these experts, but I'm not directly going with their picks. So take this for what it's worth. I have had a couple uh, winning sessions in a row. So hopefully this will be a third one, but it's been a few weeks since I've I've done this. Um, I did put some time into this. So hopefully this this reveals some success. So the first fight, Silva versus Moroz, um, they actually fought eight years ago and Moroz won with an arm bar. Since then, Silva's, uh, Silva's had a much better career going 11 and two. So I think this is a nice kind of revenge situation for Silva, although it was eight years ago. Um, also in a women's um, bout, you have a different Silva going against Lee, sticking with both Silvas there. So maybe a Silva-Silva parlay or something like that for you. Um, I'm going to skip the next one because it's one of my favorite fights. And the next one is Katuna against Gibson. Um, Katuna is known as a really, really good wrestler. And Gibson's an up-and-coming fighter as as Katuna, Katona is, but uh, I think this one, Katona's the best, the better all-around fighter. So I'm I'm sticking with Katona. Uh, the next one, Hubbard and Kolobash. I don't really have a pick on this one, but I will say this: if you like, if you want to go against Hubbard, probably going by submission with uh, Kolobao is the way to go. 
Uh, then you have Rodriguez and Tiuliuan. Um, you know, like like sometimes this happens. I, I I'm not pronouncing these well, so be gentle in my criticism. Um, so here's the thing: Rodriguez is a tremendous uh, BJJ guy, but he he almost never uses it. He's an older fighter. Um, this other guy has a puncher shot. You know what? Um, the only thing, if I could um, bet the Tialuan guy to over 1.5 hits in the ding ding, I would do it because he's known for do- for doing that. But um, I'm going to, if I play this, I'm going against Rod- Rodriguez. He's getting older. He's lost his chin and he doesn't fight the style that he should be fighting. Um, but in that one, it's probably a kind of a, a draw type situation of coin flip. Um, you got Weedman and Tavares. Weedman used to be a champion. Now he's on his way back. Tavares, um, you know, is kind of an older fighter as well. This is another toss up that maybe they just want to throw some well-known names out there to fill up a card and think that people get excited. I really don't have a strong feeling on this one. If you twist my arm to take someone, I'm taking Tavares, but for the most part, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of uh, just staying on the sidelines on that one. Uh, Cheeto Vera lost in his last fight. He's playing, he's fighting someone called Munoz. Munoz is a guy that kind of makes his um, presence known with leg kicks. He's got, both guys got real good chins. Uh, this one could go either way, but I do like um, over in this match. I'm going to try to find over 1.5. I don't know. I haven't looked at odds yet, so I don't know if like this is a 2.5 or 1.5 or what it is, but I do, I think this one probably goes to finish, uh, go, goes to decision, I mean, but um, since they both have good chins, I think they'll both be able to withstand a couple strikes, and then from there, you know, one of them will eventually get beat down, but I don't think that's going to happen until later in into the second round. So, that is that is my my pick there the over. Then you have Batista. Batista was supposed to fight uh, Gerbrandt, and Gerbrandt dropped out. So as early as Monday, they had to find a a replacement fighter. So you have this guy coming in. His name's Blackshear. Okay, so here's my philosophy typically on this. Um, I I know that Bautista's been training, but he hasn't been training for the style of fighter that he's going to fight. Now you have this black shear guy who's coming in and he knows that if he can land the big knockout, all of a sudden he catapults up the, the rankings possibly or gets a huge opportunity in his next fight. So um, I think this is a good opportunity to take the dog. So I will probably be putting a little bit on the dog by knockout. But I really like the under in this case. You have a guy that was not training for the fight. You have Bautista, who was training, but for a different fighter. You know, I think this is going to be one of those where Blackshear comes out, throws some hail makers. If he connects, could could end early in his favor. If he doesn't connect, he's going to gas out. Bautista is going to pick him apart, and he's going to win before the, the end of the fight. That's what I think is going to happen. So I like the under in that one. Um, definitely not to go to distance, whatever that is. Um, I would prefer under 2.5, of course, um, but we'll, we'll see what those numbers look like. Most times, depending on what site you're looking at, you could, you could get just like over under on runs. You could pay a little juice to get a, a better line. So sometimes I'll end up doing that depending. Um, the next one, I don't know if you remember – 
we bet on Magni not too long ago against this guy, Roe. We ended up winning by a split decision. And it was kind of a boring fight. You know, the way I remember Magni as being this guy that just takes people down with his wrestling and, and clinches and wears them out. You know, he's got these huge cauliflower ears. When you see him, you'll know, you'll remember who Magni is. But it was such a boring fight. And honestly, you know, I couldn't tell who won. That, but Magni did get the decision, which worked in our favor because we bet on him. But he looked like he was at the end of his career. Um, and he's got this this guy, Gary, from Ireland that is an up-and-comer. He's a puncher. I don't see Magni, his slow play, working very well tonight. Um, so I like Gary in this matchup. So, you know, that that is one of the ones that I'm actually going to play. I like that, you know, I like that um, more than just an opinion, let's say. So so if you're you're picking a, a fighter or two that are coming off this card that I really like, I like Gary in this case. And then you have Wei Li against Lemos. Wei Li is... Uh, She's Chinese. If you see her too, she she had the belt, lost the belt, had the belt. Um, she's fighting a Brazilian. Wei Li's probably the better fighter, but both of these are these uh, women are good at finishing. So you know this could go either way. Like most of them, I'm I'm probably going to tread lightly on this one because you know you can't bet every favorite going down uh, the stretch in these, these, um, championship matches. This is the co-main event. So I, I see Wei Li probably winning, but I, I can't, I can't do too much with her. And then you got Sterling and your guy O'Malley. I actually think this is going to go over. A lot of people are, have watched O'Malley fights previously, and they know that, you know, he's pretty dynamic early in the fight. He was like a, um, he was one. He was like a golden child when he first came out. He's got that painted hair. He was wearing them in cornrows. He looked pretty cool. And and uh, and then he hurt his leg and he was out for a while. Then he's come back. He had a layup or two um, fights and now he's fighting a champion. Right? They want it. They know that O'Malley is this guy that people just like to see. He's like you said, charismatic. He's got that look to him that <laughs> you want to watch him. And he's he's tall, lengthy. He's got that knockout power. So. If O'Malley is able to connect early, he definitely could knock out Sterling. There's no doubt. But this is a five-round affair, and Sterling has fought in a lot of these. So in my opinion, this is going to end up going over, and it's going to favor Sterling as it goes further into the fight. So I'm going to end up playing Sterling in the over. I do think that's the way it's going to go. I want to believe Sterling's a good enough fighter that he's not going to get himself caught early on, and he's going to kind of make sure he stays out of danger for a bit and curtail the fight in in his directions and try to get it down on the ground at that point I think he will you know he will be um he will take advantage of some of the things he does well so so those are my picks there and then let me circle back to the one I like the most um I like this Petrosky guy one you know I like Polish guys or at least people that has Polish last names but he's going against Gerald Mearshart Mearshart is he can catch you on a submission, right? But beyond that, he's not very good. Um, I got I got caught drinking the Kool-Aid a while back with him thinking that he was going to be this 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 great all-around fighter, but he's just not. He's a one-trick pony. He he's dangerous in the sense that if you're not careful, he could catch you in some type of chokehold and you're done. But there's so many holes in his games otherwise 
that I think this is going to be one of those situations where Petrosky is going to, is going to beat him down on his feet and eventually probably get him into a situation where he, he TKs up. TKOs him on the ground. Now, hopefully he's really careful so he doesn't walk into some type of submission. You know, if it's Petrosky, maybe it's one of those things where he knocks him down and he doesn't get on the mat with him, lets him back up, knocks him down again. Because if this stays on the feet, I'm telling you, Mearshard is going to get beat up badly, in my opinion. So so anyway, my favorite plays are probably Petrosky and uh, Gary going against Magny. Those are two of my favorite plays. But I do kind of like this over in the O'Malley fight, and I do kind of like the over uh, 1.5 rounds in the Vera fight. So those are those are the ones that I have opinions on. Hopefully that helps you out. Um, you know, we'll we'll kind of figure out how we do later on. Awesome! Like always, you did great preparation there. We appreciate it, and uh, hopefully that that uh, that gets us some wins tonight. Uh, just to, when we're in closing here, we take a look, a little look at preseason football last night. I mentioned the underdogs, both underdogs won yesterday. The giants came back. We're down 21, three. They came back and they got the plus three. They lost 21, 19, but plus three, you win that one, uh, just a little. And then, uh, the Bengals were plus six last night and it was a tie tie game and, uh, they won. So both underdogs today, there's a full slate of preseason games. Tread lightly on those. I mean, like, like uh, Zar said yesterday, that's kind of a it's kind of a silly situation, but you know what? The underdogs there've been tight games, and the underdogs seem to be covering. So if you're uh, if you're looking for a little action today across all boards, you got a little UFC definitely messy tonight. Uh, you got a little baseball, and then uh, the UFC pay per view with Sean O'Malley tonight. Uh, uh, good Saturday, good Saturday slate, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow to talk about it all and see how we did. But uh, like always, right, Zar? What do we do? We're going to win the day again. Yep, we win the day. All right, everybody have a good Saturday and good luck today. Bye. Have a great day.